Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. I'm so glad that you are tuning in today. Make sure that you rate this podcast, leave a comment, uh, make sure that you share it with somebody that you love. You can screenshot that you're listening and you could tag us and we will repost it because it makes our hearts so happy when we see that you are listening and enjoying the podcast. If you haven't already, head over to joeymiller.co and stay encouraged uh, from week to week. There's uh, show notes on the podcast. There's deeper ways that you can study. There's different blogs that you could take a look at. So head over there and sign up for the email and the newsletter and I'll send personal encouragement right to your inbox every other week and you can stay connected. So joeymiller.co. Also at joeymiller.co, you can sign up for our Devonair event. That is an event that we have twice a year. It's an amazing gathering of women. We come together, we put on our high heels, and we have a blast. And we get the word of God and have worship together. So it's a night you're not going to want to miss. A great opportunity to come out with your friends. And you can sign up at joeymiller.co. We did change the date. It was originally May 1st, and we have pushed it back to May 15th uh, to get through all of the craziness, hopefully. But you can stay updated on any date changes that we have. Also at devonair.me or joeymiller.co. We're going to dive into God's word today in a subject that I just have had so heavy on my heart recently. And uh, today's message uh, is podcast episode is called United We Stand, United We Stand. And man, all of you ladies have just been so much on my heart. I was even in the shower getting ready yesterday, praying for all of you, many of you by name, praying for your churches, whether uh, abroad or within the States, and just really uh, feeling the burden, especially for you women in ministry. Uh, I was calling out your names to the ones that I know. Just praying for you and your churches during this time, praying for you and your families during this time. You know, these are uncharted waters. And so uh, we're all re- leaning on the Lord for, for strength and uh, just that spiritual leading, spiritual guidance from him. But um, you've all been on my heart. And I wanted to share this message, United We Stand, because, you know, I feel like everywhere we're hearing uh, just different voices from the news media uh, on a national level, even international government level of, of just division, just of um, different opinions. And then, you know, you jump on social media and everyone's quarantined. So they're uh, airing their opinions on social media and things are just kind of crazy right now. So, you know, I thought the most beneficial as I was praying for a podcast the most beneficial thing that I could do right now is to speak on unity. United we stand. Because, you know, even outside of this pandemic that we're all going through together, and let me remind you, we are going through this together as a human uh, race, that, you know, there's power in unity. There's power in oneness. That when we're all working in the same direction, there's strength that comes from that. You think about even, um, you know, rowing. I went uh, last year for my husband's birthday. I thought it would be fun to take him whitewater rafting with a group of children, small children. And we went on the uh, easiest, calmest course. And man, 
Uh, it was a lot of hard work. And the only way that we could get anywhere is if everybody did their part, if everyone worked in unity together. You know, every now and again, my smaller kids would get off course and they would just be like beating the water and, and we weren't, weren't going anywhere. But we all had to be working together to go the same direction and to make movement. And I feel like, you know, obviously on a national level, we need to do that. But I want to talk to you as women of God today to remind you of that, that we're all on the same team, that we work together against one enemy and that enemy is the devil. And, and to really keep our minds focused, to keep our souls still, you know, the enemy would love nothing more than to bring division and chaos and disunity to disrupt your soul right now, uh, to, to take away your peace, to, to keep you unsteady right now. But, you know, we're not going to be women who are moved by disunity, who are disgruntled, who, um, you know, but we're going to choose unity. Unity is a decision. It's a choice. It's a spirit in which we operate in. And we're going to take a look at Ephesians 4. It says, this I therefore a prisoner for the Lord urge you walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness and patience bearing with one another in love eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace eager to maintain that spirit it's a decision that we make that we can actually uh be proactive in being in unity. And and through that, it says bearing together with one another in love, eager to maintain unity of the spirit in bond of peace. There is only one body, one spirit, just as you were called to one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, the father of all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gifts. And so, you know, it talks here about Walking uh, in a manner worthy of your call as a woman of God, as a woman in ministry, that we that we have to understand that we are called to bring peace and unity uh, as far as we're concerned within the realm of living that we have. That means that it's my job to keep my heart in a position in a statue of stature of unity, that whenever um, I have the opportunity to, to move outside of unity. I need to redirect my soul. I need to redirect my mindset uh, that, that I am going to choose unity. Unity, it says, is, is a part of the gospel of peace. So unity and peace are connected very tightly here. Very tight. In fact, Paul actually in the book of Corinthians had to address uh, the church of Corinth because they're reverting back to their old mindsets, their, their, their old ways before they came to know the Lord. And that's what he likens it to in the book of Corinthians. He talks about envy, strife, division. And it, he, he addresses them and saying, look, when you operate like this, you're actually going back to your natural or carnal state of living before you came to know the Lord. And you'll never come to spiritual maturity, that you'll never continue to walk in the fullness of that spiritual growth, which Christ called you to. In Ephesians 1, uh, actually in Ephesians 4, 3, it says, make every effort to keep yourself in peace. And then in verse 11 through 13, it says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, 
pastors and teachers, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church. So their responsibility is to equip God's people, build up the church. This will continue until we all come into such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of of Christ. And then in, in verse 16 of Ephesians 4, it says, He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each does its part, its special work. It helps the other parts grow so the whole body is healthy, growing, and full of love. If you listen here, uh, he's actually talking about the spiritual maturity that comes through operating in unity. Just like he was talking to the church in Corinth and basically saying, Look, you're acting like immature. Believers, you're, you're actually reverting back to your pre-salvation, pre-encounter uh, with Christ. Colossians talks about, uh, in Colossians 1, it talks about putting away the old nature. He's saying, look, you're actually bringing back out the old nature when you're operating in disunity. It. What are the fruits of disunity that, that we see here? Strife, chaos, division, envy, all of these things, argumenting argumentative uh, behavior arguing uh, but but you know all of these things are fruit of our own nature this isn't how we live by the spirit and he says make every effort psalm 133 one says how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony and you know think about that how pleasant it is when we live in harmony in a place of unity not that we just sugarcoat and candy coat over everything i'm not saying that i'm not saying we're like oh we're just you know living in the clouds and, and riding on unicorns and everyone's love love everywhere what i am saying is this that even in when you disagree you can position your heart in unity you can say you know what i might not agree with them right now especially on social media ladies let's get really real right here you can get in disunity over anything from eating organic right now to how to clean your house to political discussions to even uh stance on online church versus in-person church like there's a million things that you can get in disunity over and it's easy to engage online and but but think before you start commenting and engaging in that what fruit is it going to produce is it going to produce chaos strife is it going to produce a uh, uh, that it, it steals your peace for the rest of the day, that instead of being able to focus on your family and spend time with your family, instead of being able to spend time focusing on God's word and in a place of worship, now your mind is consumed all day with that comment that you had on social media. Now all of a sudden you're entangled in rage and anger and, and discord and you just want to tell that person off and you're just meditating all day on if they could just see my way. What's wrong with that person? And you've taken yourself actually out of a place of, of peace and love. You've actually allowed something to come in and to steal your peace. That's why Ephesians says, walk in a manner worthy of your call. You are called not to resort down to these natural old nature mindsets. Your call is to bring people, especially if you're in ministry, to the fullness of their maturity in Christ. And so, you know, that means sometimes choosing the high road. That means choosing unity and love. That means saying, you know what, we might disagree but I love you. I am for you because the enemy loves nothing more, especially with women. Let me just say this. I've worked with the women's ministry. I've worked with women long enough to know 
that the enemy loves nothing more than to destroy the movement of the body of Christ going forward in any area with disunity with disunity because there is power the bible talks about the power that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church that that whenever you understand the power of the church you realize that that unity that they have is absolutely unstoppable and you know when there's disunity in the body it hurts the heart of god because we are all his bride and that infighting and that um just silly old nature behavior actually hurts God's heart because uh, first of all, we're hurting each other as brothers and sisters, but ultimately it's hindering the move of God going forward in unity. And you know, if the enemy can't get in any other way, if he can't get you to bow to fear, if he can't get you to, to, you know, uh, just completely give up and have a full blown anxiety attack during this pandemic, he will try to get you in a place of disunity and discord to rob you of your peace, to rob you of your joy. And, and with that, let me just tell you, this comes confusion. The Bible talks about when we've quoted this, that, the, the, that in second Timothy, it says, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power love and a sound mind let me tell you this when there is not unity there is not love and and there is definitely not a sound mind that all of a sudden you know you're you're irrational you're uh, not level-headed all of a sudden you're like oh my goodness who's right here it seems like the world's in and craziness and chaos and you're not even thinking straight i'm telling you when there's not unity there's not peace and there's not soundness of mind and there's certainly not love so you know don't let your soul go soul go there and don't let your spirit be hindered by that which robs your peace. You need to guard your peace during this time. And you need to guard uh, your decision to stay in unity with brothers and sisters in Christ. Because it will hurt you ultimately. It will rob you ultimately. Not to mention not to mention what it will do in the ramifications to those around you. You know, our churches, if you're in ministry or you're a leader in your church, our churches are watching how we're responding right now. They're watching uh, if, if we act out in any uh, silly response, you know, that we want to get. Trust me, uh, the temptations there, especially on social media, to just say what you want to say, go off on the cuff, air your opinion. But you have to come back to the scripture and say, what is my call in Ephesians 4? My call is to do everything that I can to promote unity. My call is to not to air my opinion. My call is not to, to just say whatever I want to say. I've been locked up in my house for a month and I just need to get it out. No. That is a lore of the enemy. Your call is to stay in a place of unity and maintain your dignity. Let me just tell you this, ladies, no condemnation. But when this all passes, a lot of us are going to feel like idiots because we're going to see how we responded under adversity. We're going to see how when we were pressed, what came out. You know, that's ultimately what's going on right now. Uh, you've all heard the analogy, you know, you don't you don't squeeze an apple and get orange juice. You know, whatever is inside of you is what's going to come out during times of adversity. And so a lot of us are like, wow, you know what? I still got some junk in there I need to deal with. And but we're going to look back and be like, oh, man, why did I do that? Why did I respond that way? Why did I make that post? Why did I come out against my sister in Christ? Listen, stop playing into the enemy's hand. 
you know, as I was praying for each of you yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be part of the solution. So I'm going to pray and then I'm going to start sending out words of encouragement. Because what would the enemy like when he's trying to bring division and discord within the body of Christ? You know, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to I'm going to operate in love and it's going to frustrate the plan of the enemy. When I text a sister in Christ, when I message a, a, a woman in ministry and say, you know what? We are behind you here at Champion. We might look different. We might uh, we might choose to do things differently but you have our 100% support to do what the Lord is calling you to do I'm telling you what that disarms the enemy that brings peace to chaos and it frustrates his plan for the church in this hour you decide to walk in unity you make the decision it's it's not something that's that's uh, that you're driven by it's something that you control make every effort remember it said in in ephesians 4 3 to keep yourselves united in the spirit binding yourselves together with peace bound together with peace advancing god's plan and purpose in this hour what a fiasco if we can get so busy fighting with each other that, that we're not standing united. I mean, this this goes clear across the board. United is a family. You know, a lot of you, the, there might be discord in your family right now. You're all in the same house together. Maybe you're not used to that. Maybe things weren't great before this whole quarantine happened. And now you're like, oh man, we're stuck together. Make every effort to operate in unity in your family, in your home. That means, you know, don't always don't always have to have your own way. Don't always act out uh, in frustration. But you are a woman of the spirit. Your soul, let me remind you, does not lead you right now. So you can choose peace. You're led by the spirit. It's for some of you, (laughs) this is the most spiritual thing that you can do right now is to stay in unity and keep the peace within your home. And for some of you, that might mean going on a social media fast do it. There's been times during this self-quarantine that I have purposely stayed away from social media because it is a, a is it's a, just a, a cesspool of opinions and disunity. For some of you, it might mean muting some people for 30 days until we get through this whole uh, national crisis. Mute them. It's okay. You know, what does the Bible say? It says if, if a part of your body is causing you to sin, it's better to get that out than to go to hell with that, with that part of your body. Well, that's a little extreme. But what I'm saying here is if social media is causing uh, you to, to feel uh, all of this disgruntled feelings and anger and rage and to operate in disunity, for goodness sakes, mute somebody. Put the social media away for a while. It's not worth your peace being robbed during this time that you need the peace of God in your life. With When that peace goes, I'm telling you, ladies, then comes fear, then comes chaos, then comes every other sort of, of fleshly feeling that you have. So guard your peace in your home. Guard your peace, you know, uh, with, with your friendships. Don't get into silly fights with your mother, with your sister, with your aunt about politics right now. You know what? Choose love. Say, you know, because at the end of the day, your opinion doesn't matter. You're going to vote who for your who you're going to vote for right now. Your opinion on, uh, you know, President Trump and the CDC, it doesn't matter. That's why in Matthew six, it says, which of you worrying is going to add an eat single hour to your life? You can't change things, worrying and complaining. But do you know how you can change things? Staying in peace and unity and prayer. So keep your mouth shut. 
to people and start praying, opening your mouth up to the Lord. The silly thing is some of us have gotten so consumed with fighting these battles in our home front uh, on social media, whatever that looks like, that we're not even spending time with the Lord anymore. If you haven't prayed for it more than you're talking to that person, shut up about it and do yourself a favor. So, you know, within your relationships, some of that might mean just saying, you know what, I'm going to cut this I'm going to cut this conversation to the point I love you mom I'm praying you're doing well I you know if you need anything give me a call we're here for you don't engage in foolish arguments that's going to take you out of it stay in unity choose unity unity equals power equals love and so so operate in that place of unity and then you know within your church for goodness sakes don't be a voice of disunity if you are in a church Let me address you first. And your pastor is making some difficult decisions during this time. Support your pastor. I don't even say that because we're pastors. I'm just saying that as a a Christian. Support your pastor. You have decided to be under their covering. It is a covenant that you enter into when you are a part of a church. You know what that means? I'm in a covenant with my husband. Sometimes, guess what? I don't like every decision that he makes, but I have entered a covenant, which means I am submitted to his authority. That means if he says this and I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, I don't know if we should spend money on that. I don't know. Maybe I want to spend money. And he's like, that's not right. I submitted myself under his leadership as unto the Lord. And if you are a member of a church, you have submitted yourself under that spiritual covering. So there's things that you might not like. There's things that you might not understand. Well, guess what? That's why you're not the shepherd of the flock. Your pastor answers to God for you. And, you know, that's that's a heavy weight to carry. So we don't want to be sheep that are just railing off with the mouth, giving our opinion. Your pastor has been called by God to lead that flock. So you're in submission to that pastor. He has to give an account from to God for leading that flock. So, you know, you put yourself in a dangerous position when as a sheep, you're now trying to lead the flock, uh, inserting your opinion, bringing discord and disunity. You know, there there should be a fear of God in his people for doing that. Uh, it's God values the order that he sets up in Ephesians 4, that he, he places a pastor over a flock uh, to, to steward and guard and shepherd their soul. And when you understand that, then you say, you know what, I've, I've had submitted myself to this authority and I'm going to keep my mouth shut because, you know, sheep are sheep. The shepherd sees further than the sheep. I've heard it say, said before, sh- uh, sheep walk on four legs and a shepherd walks on two. He can see what's down the road. He can see uh, danger that's coming. He can see those things. The sheep cannot. So whenever you're a part of a church and you try to lead, it puts you in a dangerous position. And then, you know, let alone the division that it causes within the body and the discord, which is completely contrary to the heart of God. And then if you're a pastor, don't sow discord uh, with other pastors. You know, stay in unity, support. I, I addressed it earlier. Be part of the solution. Be part of going against the enemy's agenda of bringing discord during this time. Think about, you know, think about how much God wants to do through the church as a whole in times like these. And we're not going to let the enemy come in with silly disputes uh, to, to distract us. We're going to be part of unity, walking in love. So as you're listening today, my prayer for you is this, that the message of unity is 
Transcend your heart to a place that you choose it. Choose unity today. You're not just saying, I choose to be above, uh, you know, silliness and immaturity. You're saying, I choose peace. I say no to chaos. I say no uh, to, to a strife. I say no to my joy being gone. I'm saying yes to peace. Yes to joy. Yes to power. Yes to a sound mind. Yes to walking forward in the call of which God has called me to in this hour, according to Ephesians 4. So as you walk in this way, you're going to see God move in and through you like never before. And your heart and your mind is going to be protected in that peace which God promises us in Philippians 4. So I love you so much. I truly am praying for each and every one of you during this time. DM me if you need prayer. I would love to pray for you. Um, you know, praying for each of you going live more often. Uh, tonight, actually, at, at 7 o'clock, we have Chick Church Live from my house. Join us. Uh, at Champion Center on Facebook Live and be a part of that discussion. We'd love to see you there. But until next time, we'll see you on the Mrs. Rev Podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev Podcast. If you could help us out, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev podcast.